It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com. I got the keys, so I just come in here and come and use it. Tony. What is his name, it's Tony? He's about to be Tony. Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk Melon Bunny. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play Little Bean instead. Aquaman's a hero! See what's better than that one looks like. I guarantee you won't be loaded back to the shop. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic form. Assemble. You listen to Fantastic Four on the comic show with your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum. Coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night. Whatever the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. Because we're going to help you take it up a notch. You have half of the usual suspects in the building. On Skype, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He is, in fact, next in line for the cow. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. He is Oz. What's up? As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Sometimes you got to take one on the chin, you know, for, for the friggin' cinematic universe that you love to love. This is Fantastic Forum. Shout out to Moses Magnum. Shout out to Jay. I think they're both going to be here. In fact, I'm pretty sure they are. But, uh, you know, they're not right now. So. For our ratings' sake, I hope so. You said for, for whose sake? For our ratings. Yeah, right, right, because we've already determined that apparently I'm the anchor that drags down the fantastic form down the rating. I could almost hear the clicks. See, they're right, people like uh, people tuning out. They're just like, nope, nope. Uh, look, people are like, ah, mayor's on. We got a great show for you today, despite the fact that I'm here, because we're going to talk to you, of course, about... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Uh, we're going to talk about Free Comic Book Day. We're going to talk about all the latest and greatest in comic book news and whatever else you good people want to talk about. Uh, on the line, the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our non-votable brawler, Moses Man. What's up? Nada. How are you, sir? Chilling. 
Good, good. Uh, before we do all that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course, you, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Uh, we also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You get all your comic book needs met there. You should give them a call at 310-538-3198. You heard that. You heard that. You can call them now. They're open. Go ahead. Check them out. Um, yeah, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, we've got a few different ways to do that. Uh, we have uh, our Skype line, Fantastic Forum on Skype. It's free internet soft phone. Download it. Hit the green button. And you will be the fifth member, actually, of Fantastic Forum. Uh, we also have the All Games chat room, chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat, where we'll take your comments directly out of the chat and bring them into the show, such as Hecht, who says, is FF starting soon? Because I got some comics I want to know if I can start reading. Yes, we are on soon, Hecht. Yes, we are. Um, so, I mean... Without further ado, let's just get to it. We already, we already have a caller on the line. Caller, tell us who you are, where you're from, and what you want to talk about. This is Tyler Claw. I'm calling from Hialeah, Florida, and I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. The Claw. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Claw. Welcome, Tiger Claw. Thank you for helping us out last week. I appreciate you greatly, buddy. Yep. <laughs> he's like whatever he's like whatever i do what i want yeah you got you got us all the way up to number two there it is yeah man that's quite a feat quite a feat i like how he's like oh i know the drill like like when we're being condescending to him he's fine with us thanking him <laughs> of course of course you are you know but th but thank you tiger so, you're welcome so claw man you saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Why don't you tell me what you thought of it? I thought it was better than the first one. I mean, I liked all the little little funny bits that happened between the movie. Mm -hmm. I thought it was interesting the direction they went with Peter Quill's father. Right. Instead of like how they did it in the original comics. Mm -hmm. So I, I was wondering what you guys thought on, on the idea of Eagle being Star-Lord's dad. Got you. That's a, that's a good and valid question, The Claw. And I, I appreciate you having enough respect for the source material to, to put it forward. Like, what, what do you think, Oz? I mean, I know you're not the biggest Guardians of the Galaxy fan, Oz, as far as the comic is concerned. But I, I, do you know anything about Peter Quill and his lineage in regards to the comic book? No. No, which is okay. Like, that puts you squarely in the camp of probably 99% of comic book fans. So don't... And, and the people that make the movies love you. <laughs> exactly. So, in the comic book... Uh, I, I, I will say, though, um, I, I don't know a whole lot about Ego either. Mm -hmm. Other than I've seen some images, so I kind of have an idea who that is. And I didn't. I was wondering how they would represent that in the movie, especially considering the actor playing him. Right. And I kind of liked it. I don't know how that translates yeah, I, yeah, to, the, I liked how... to the real version of Eagle, but 
I like this yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah, I like how, how I like how they were able to explain why he has a human form, which I pretty much thought it was going to go that route. Look, I like the in terms of Jack's asked if he had a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 you know, I knew ever since they announced uh, they announced um, Kurt Russell as Eagle, I knew that somehow. Ego living planet will create some sort of avatar that has a human form, allow him to go to other planets and stuff like that. So that was pretty much, you know, I was on point with that. Celestials don't do that. <laughs> well, I don't know if he's. I don't. He 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 he, he hinted that he might be a celestial, but he didn't he say up directly said. that he was. Yeah, no, he didn't. Yes, he well, did. He didn't. He said he's a yeah, celestial. Well, he said, yeah. I'm a celestial. Well, I, we need celestial power. Now you're part celestial. He said celestial like 30 times. Hilarious. Now, and also, celestials don't get lonely because guess what? There's a whole host of them. That's true, too. Yeah, except for, except for this guy. He's like the, the only one that's like that, which, is, which I found quite interesting. No, you mean, you mean stupid. So, I mean... I mean... Go ahead, Tarko. Okay, uh, one, one thing, when we learned about Ego, his origin, uh, he, he, was, he was nothing but a huge, gigantic brain floating in space. That's how he started. That's not Ego. Yeah, and, then, and, then, and, and, then, and then, once he figured out how to uh, manipulate matter and all that stuff, he was able to form a shell around them, thus creating a planet. Yeah, no. that's how you. That's how. That's how we got ego as a living planet because he's basically a giant brain with the ability to manipulate matter all around him, forming different types of shapes. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, you know, it's one of those things where, I mean, this, that's what they did for the movie. And, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, that's what they did. Like, they, they, like I said, the Guardians movies take a lot of liberties with, with this set of characters. I feel But the problem is they af affect every other character. What, what? They fuck up every other character in the periphery. Well, no, I agree 100%, but they only do it with the characters that are kind of in their little purview, so far at least. It's not like, you know, and, and don't, that's not, for me, not an excuse. It's, it's just like one of those things where you're like, oh, thank God, at least they're in space, so they don't have to like. Celestial's not a, just in their purview. Celestial's created the multiverse. I mean, I, I understand, but what I'm saying is, is like, Marvel has kind of like Marvel has sectioned off their their cosmic section with Guardians up until this point, and you know like everything that's in the cosmic section is pretty much it's the Wild West out there. Like anything can happen apparently. Uh, yeah, and it, it, it's not like how it is with the core Marvel movies at this point where it's like you can see where all the all the inspirations come from like yeah like 
Captain America is kind of a mix of the original Captain America comics and the Ultimate comics, and you know they, they might even periodically pull an idea from like an animated something or other and, or whatnot. But yeah, and another thing that another thing that like they do Captain is America. they would get one of the established characters right and then create. You just go right uh, around, just keep talking. What was that? What's that? He's like, oh wait, were you saying something? What are you trying to say, Tiger Father? <laughs> okay, uh, another thing that Marvel does is they usually get an established character in the comics. And then uh, take a shit on and it? No, well, no, they, they create an entirely new alien race around that character. Particularly with uh, Aisha. Because, uh, you know, her origin in the comics is very different from what is depicted in the movie. Because in the movie, wait, wait, the Sovereign the was created specifically for the movie. Wait, what? You're saying the character was the, created specifically no, for the movie? You don't know Aisha? I know the character from the movie. You don't know the character? Yeah, but she's also she was also a Marvel character. I mean, it, it's just that her origin in the movie is a lot different. Than what is depicted in the, comics. in the comics, because in the movie version they decided to have Aisha be part of an alien race of gold people. Who, who was she in the comics? You don't know who Aisha is? No, no. Oh, Tiger Claw, please. Ed, yeah, educate Larry, Look, Tiger Claw. That's why I'm asking. Um, who she is in the comic? Do you know? Aisha, Aisha is one of the characters who has ties with Adam Warlock. I believe. Oh wait, is he's, the name she's one of the scientists that yeah. came Adam Warlock? What? Uh, like yeah, it. she. Uh, yes, I, I read, I read somewhere that she was created by some scientist or something, and she's also uh related to Adam Warlock. Yeah, see, I mean, Adam Warlock in the comic book is created by a group of of human scientists. I, if I'm not mistaken mistaken, I think they're called the Collective, and they were trying to, it's basically a eugenics group. They're trying to create the perfect human being, and in trying to create the perfect human being, they create Adam Warlock, and that, or at least that's the culmination. Kind of what the, now, that's what, what, if that is kind of what the uh, Sovereign is. Say what? What'd you say, Tyreclaw? No, that's I said that is kind of what the sovereign is, the alien race in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Oh, They're all about creating the perfect, uh, 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 you know, being. human or whatever, whatever they're calling it. Yeah, see, and that's the thing where, you know, it's not. I mean, I, it's similar, but you know, it's a little different because I feel like you know they kind of make them a lot more like aesthetic, like their vein. Or, like, oh, what they're trying to do is create the, a perfect physical specimen, and I feel like the collective was was not just about the physicality, even though that was a big part of it too. Um, but yeah, I, look, this is. But I, I think you you've inadvertently brought up a good point in the sense that uh, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, like has a thing where they're like, well, if they're human in the comic, let's just make them an alien. <laughs> like, there's, there's like, I feel like there's like at least three, three characters, not including Aisha, that they do that to. 
in Guardians, which, you know, I don't, I don't understand why that's the case per se, because I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, but hey, it, it's a decision. I, I don't know. Maybe they just feel like aliens are more interesting, but I don't find any, or not any, but I find very few of the aliens that compelling. Well, it, the thing is with them, it's like they feel that, you know, if somebody's a human in space, it's like, how are they going to get a human in space, you know? I mean, we have a human in space already. Like, like look, look. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm being half facetious. <laughs> like, in the comics, you can have a human in space, no problem. Oh, yeah, he's Captain America from the 31st century. He just happens to be in space right now because he came through a wormhole. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, comics do that. Marvel Cinematic Universe doesn't do that. See, Marvel know. Cinematic Universe but I says, oh, oh, here, we're going to use Ego, and yeah, it, we're gonna, it's going to be weird that he's a big, giant planet, so we're going to make him Kurt Russell with a penis. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, you know what? Let's just make him a Celestial, too, while we're at it, because, you know, we got to have Celestials. It's Marvel. Which does it like what like that like i hope like celestials celestial aren't even here's the thing here's, here's the missed opportunity they have is that having a celestial in guardians of the galaxy volume two would set up that the marvel cinematic universe would be part of the marvel multiverse officially because those celestials live there, there's no earth 623 celestial the celestials encompass all other Earths. You know what I mean? No. Wait, say that again? Wait a minute. Uh, uh, the MCU is Earth 623. Is that, no, what, is I'm that not, what they're calling I'm, it? I'm, I'm using, I'm using a random number as an example, saying you, ha you have an ultimate universe Captain America, per se, right? Uh -huh. And the 616 Captain America. Right. The celestial, the fourth celestial host is the same across both universes because they are they live outside the multiverse essentially you in know, the physics of it is that true because i thought i thought each universe had their own version of celestials i don't think so man i mean they created it so it's like they were outside of it before you know before it existed I, you know i i I did a Google search on what Earth is the MCU part of, and it says here that one nine 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 nine. Yeah, that's yeah, a lot of numbers. We, we covered that in a previous show. Yeah, we don't care about that. Why don't you research celestials if you're so into research? <laughs> Isn't it a little weird that when Kurt Russell was showing all the other stuff he's done on other planets, he still looked like Kurt Russell? Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, the, like like he should have been the shape of whatever planet he was going to, right? The whole movie is stupid. Well, the movie's funny. No, it's maybe you know. Uh, yeah, but all the stuff that all the stuff that he was showing as Kirk Russell and other planets was probably just uh to show the people that were with him what he's been doing. So maybe that's not an exact representation of what he actually was looking like in those other alien planets, but just uh you know, just an example as, you know, what 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 what, what it was like. It doesn't make because sense. those are just recreations. 
Because what 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 Star Lord and the rest saw were just recreations of what he's been doing like, for all these many years. I think I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe just thinks the audience is too stupid to realize that that's the same guy in different forms. I mean that that could be the case. I don't. You know the funny. I thing felt is, a little condescended too at that point. I mean, I'm already going in with little knowledge of, of these characters, and, so I'm there to enjoy and, it. And, and, and he impregnated all the aliens at every planet that he's been to. Yeah, Celestials don't do that. Or Ego doesn't do that. Yeah, it, and I guess that's the thing where it's like, the, the, like, again, this is like, whatever movies, I feel like this is one of the main complaints I have for like, movies like Transformers or G.I. Joe where they make characters up or whatever it's like if you want a character to do these things in the Marvel Universe like you have one like they're they're characters that do what this character is doing in this movie but it's not ego you know and so it's like why use ego like I don't understand like what what it was about ego that made them feel couldn't they why couldn't they go with the comic route and ah, jason shut up. of jason of whatever his name is yeah Tark- jason don't even Bartex? don't even word it like that cuz you're happy with the way things turned out like i mean i could understand like in in the comic book uh uh star lord is half human half spartax yeah his, his dad is this is the leader of of Spartax, he's the, like the king, which makes Star Lord the prince. Mm-hmm. Um, what the hell is a Spartax? It's just it's an alien race that basically looks human. In the grand scheme of things, it's not that interesting. But it's not like I guess, like the issue with that origin isn't that it's not that interesting. It's the fact that the problem is that you play it up like it, like his his lineage is, or more interesting than it actually is. It's like He's half alien. You don't. It, it sh- I, I would never think like one of the mysteries of or one of the the core things about Guardians of the Galaxy should be. Dang, I wonder who his dad is. It's like, well, why do we even care? Like, yeah, his dad. His dad is Jason. Right. Yeah. From, I from Jason know, I don't know how X. Jason, but I don't know. <laughs> Jason, Jason, <laughs> J. of Spartax, and he looks like Red Hood. He, he looks um, like White Earp. Larry. Larry, did you figure out who Aisha was in the comics? Yeah, you know, I looked at this Wikipedia. Kismet. Yeah, well, no, Larry would know her better as her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, considering Adam Warlock is him, then yeah. Yeah, they they totally fucked up that character. Yeah, her, I know, and it's just like, it, it doesn't make sense to even, like, why even use that? Like, I don't... She doesn't even look gold. It doesn't... No, I mean... I don't understand the whole, like, yeah. I don't understand why you, if you're like, we want to use Adam Warlock, which I don't know that that's a smart move from the Marvel Cinematic Universe point of view. But, like, because, I mean, does, is Guardians 3 even supposed to come out before Infinity War? It, Guardians 3, Guardians 3 is going to come out right after Infinity War, yeah. After part and one, and they say that Adam Warlock will be in it, in, not in Infinity War. 
No, only yeah, Adam Warlock will only be in Guardians Three. Yeah, see, like that's and if 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 Infinity War and, is an actual like Infinity Gauntlet story, it doesn't make sense to even introduce Adam Warlock after the fact of whatever's happened in the Infinity. It, I don't. It's gonna, you know, the Infinity War, you know, just like what they did with Age of Ultron, it, they just take the name and then they come up with something totally different. Yeah, but you, don't, you don't do that with Infinity War. I mean, like honestly, like I, I, I like, I, I have a, a special love for that whole trilogy of of event comics, but. Uh, and I'm assuming Infinity War is not what, like, is not going to actually be based on Infinity War. It's probably just somebody saying Infinity Gauntlet is not as cool of a name as Infinity War. We should go with that instead. And that's fine. But, you know, I guess I could be wrong. Even, like, I'll tell you what. It makes even less sense if they actually do the Infinity War storyline. Like, you can't do Infinity War storyline without Adam Warlock beforehand. And you need like But now they're going to they're going to somehow do one without him. I doubt it. So it's I, interesting I, how they bring it all together. You can do Infinity Gauntlet without Adam Warlock. It's not as good, but you can do it. <laughs> it's like, you know. Um, yeah, well they they're breaking it up into two movies. They're going to have the first Infinity War, Infinity well, Infinity Gauntlet then the next one is the Infinity War, and they're going to try to jam as many characters as they can into that one. No, see, they said Infinity War is the first one, and then they haven't named the second yeah. one yet. Infinity Gauntlet will be the, the next one, but I heard that that is not yeah. the... So is Saldana, just, like, spoiled everything. Like, it's not gonna... Like, he said that, but then I think... I He said that, and but I, then I think someone else came and said that that is not the title. Yeah, it's not going to be Infinity. You know who the villain for Guardians 3 is going to be? Uh, Not Adam Warlock? No, it's going to be Ego again. I nah. He's uh, I don't I think Adam I think part of Guardians 3 is going to be Adam Warlock as the villain, but then probably by halfway through the movie he turns good. Yeah, I think I just I, think I just saw a headline yeah. talking about the same villain from Volume two is gonna be the villain in three. I think they're talking uh, about, yeah, he was, he, was, he was talking about Aisha. Yeah. Because you remember that there there was that end credit scene. She's probably gonna have control over Adam Warlock or something. Does Adam Warlock have an infinity gem on his head? Like uh, what's his face? I mean, not not initially, but eventually in the comics. I'm, in the in the friggin' movie, who knows? Well, depending on how the Avengers movie resolves, he might get it by by the time he's out of that egg thing. See, but uh, yeah, look, I it, let's just go back to the to the movie. Let's go back to the movie. So, I know for me, I felt like this movie doubled down on everything that everybody else loved about the first Guardians movie, like the comedy. And like the music, and like the the look, and the baby Groot, like all of this is like, like taken up. You know, you know another thing. I yeah. wait, wait, hold on. You know another thing that I like. Hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on. No, go we ahead. Don't to, we don't need to know about that. You like quite yet, Mary Blood. because because for me, I'm like, 
I get that everybody likes that stuff, but that was all the stuff I disliked about the first movie. And in the first movie, it was tolerable because I felt like, not that they were reined in, because Lord knows they went there with the first movie, but I felt like they were trying to, like, they're like, well, we don't want to, like, lose these characters in this environment that we're setting up here. You know what I mean? We don't want to lose them. And when it became as popular as it is, they're like, oh, bump it. We're, we're, going, all, we're going all in. And they go all in, and you lose, like, all the characters, basically. Like, every, like, mm-hmm. like, almost all of the Guardians of the Galaxy in this movie are unrecognizable to their comic book counterparts or the, the essence of the characters. Probably with the exception of, like, Rocket, maybe? And even then, he still kind of goes out there a little bit, but yeah, I, I just like I was—I won't lie, man—I was very disappointed. Like I was like, oh man, like there was po- there was points in this movie where I can honestly say like I was not enjoying it, and that made me sad. The end. For your, for some reason, your audio's cutting out. Oh really? It's be- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, it's so funny because when you said, oh, really, it's, like, super clear. Say what? <laughs> when you said, oh, really, it's, like, super clear, like, never before. Oh, that's crazy. That's that's my disappointment shorting out the mic. But basically, I think what you're trying to say is, uh, as far removed from the comics as the first one was, the second one just does a whole other, like, just keeps it going further and... They're really not who they're supposed to be. No. None of them. Am I, am I the only one that wanted to see that battle in the opening sequence instead of stupid baby group? Nope. No, absolutely not. I, I just like, I don't understand what it is, the fascination with baby Groot at all. Like, Groot doesn't do that. No. no so, to sell toys. <laughs> Nobody's buying toys. I'm like, man, there's an awesome battle going on back there. When are we going to cut to that? Why the hell are we following this little dude? He's, yeah, okay, he's cute, but we don't need that much of him. I want to see this battle with this cancer. And why they waste... The, look, that's... And that's... Look, you said it, Oz. That's the problem with this whole fucking movie, man. Yeah. They could have just delved into that cancer verse shit and done a really good, like, Empire Strikes Back version for Guardians. There's there's this one, there's one thing in this movie that I really really liked that I thought was funny was the whole sovereign you know they 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 pilot these uh, drone ships and they have all they have a room filled with these cabinet that cabinets that look like arcade games and they're like shooting at the Guardians of the Galaxy and <laughs> those machines are making video game noises yeah that's the love that stuff. That was stupid. I thought it was at one point. At one point, they say, "Oh, all our ships are destroyed," and then twenty minutes later, there's a hundred thousand of them again. Right. They don't even say like, "Oh, we get, we better get those builders on it." We will need about an hour before we well, get and it, back and it's up like, to speed. It's well, the, the, when I was talking about earlier how I mentioned this movie is stupid. Like it actually is stupid. Like you could take part of the dialogue out. And dissect it and realize that it's stupid. The sovereign, it, it, Aisha, made a point of saying they're all equal, 
and then immediately there's a sense of competition like oh you suck to this guy yeah and then they don't even look the same so why is she like why is her whole thing the whole thing of the sovereign that they're equal and the same yeah you know the issue too with the sovereign for me is that like you know you have like say the Chitari, and they're generic as hell but you kind of like okay that's a plot device kind of thing and it's like you know they all look pretty much alike and you know you don't ever really get any kind of personality from any of them or anything they're, they're there to be the threat you know what i mean um but the the sovereign are generic too but you could see that they could not be right and that makes it worse you know where it's like like the actress that's playing Aisha like you can tell that she has skill and it's just like but like there's nothing that at least in my opinion that that really allows her to kind of like or or any of that those that race to like kind of like I guess be I don't know if unique's the right word. Or well, not, yeah, but you you get a second of that in the after the credit scene, which at that point is too late. Yeah, yeah, it's just like because that that's when that's when you actually see her get to do some acting. Yeah, and it's just like I like, especially if you're going to try to set them up to be like, you know, potentially a threat in the future. It's like, well, let them, let them, you know, like. I, I mean, I guess if you, I, I, I don't know, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I guess the thing is, do you want them to be generic or not? Because I, li- I like that. I like that. Rocket tells them that they are conceited douchebags. Okay, oh. that's stupid too. <laughs> Caller. You know what else was? Oh, oh go ahead. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Mo? Oh, you know what else is stupid? Is uh, fucking Yondu. They spent two movies avoiding the fact that he's space Native American, and then at last minute they'd showcase it. He's a uh, he's space redneck. Yeah, but he's supposed to be space Native American. Whitewashing the yeah yeah. Not only that, another stupid thing is he had a, he's supposed to have a film on his head from the at the period. Then. They make it a whole plot point that he has to get a new fin to control his arrow, and then he says he controls his arrow with his heart. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I love his I, I love this one line though. Of course goes, you do. I'm Mary Pop. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. You know, yeah, that you that's know, hilarious. You don't want to say every line from the movie, Tiger Claw, like you know. Like, it's like you gotta leave the people. There might be somebody that hasn't seen it. It's like you know, I know it made a whole bunch of money, so maybe not. But I, I, caller, right? We're over here talking characters, and Tiger Claw keeps spitting out lines. <laughs> Call, caller, you are the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell the people who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. It's Rich. Uh, hey, Joy from chat. Uh, calling from Massachusetts. How you guys doing? Good, Rich. It's been a long time, dude. How you been? Yeah, man. 
You doing all right? I'm doing. I'm doing all right. Hang in there. So, I guess. Um, you talking gardens? So, yeah, yeah. So I, last Thursday, I ended up going to the double feature. They had one near me. You could watch Guardians 1 and then follow it right up by uh, Guardians 2. Um, and I think the benefit of that was like I could really like pin both films next to each other to really assess. Uh-huh. And yeah, Guardians 1 definitely is such a better film. Yeah. Not that I didn't not like I hated Guardians 2. It's not the worst superhero movie yeah. I ever watched. I have Batman v Superman for that. So, <laughs> um, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, two points. One, I don't. I'm, I actually don't know the surf, source material for Guardians. But two, I don't mind them making changes from the comic book to films if it makes a better film. Right. And so, like for Logan, for the most part, I, I think it's. The changes they made from Old Man Logan, which was nope. was pretty much a lot better than nope. improve the story. Because it's two different stories. So I don't mind them taking certain ideas to make a whole new story. It doesn't bother me. They didn't change Old Man Logan. They changed Messiah Complex. You're so crazy. with this Messiah Complex. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read that one. Neither did the person who made the movie. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I, I think the problem is Peter Quill's father, I wasn't completely interested in that, and I thought that that part just dragged on. That was just like an info dump the entire time. Right. It was just them talking and talking and talking, and I just got, was not interested. And I was actually more interested in Gomorrah and Nebula's relationship going on there. And they had like a couple throwaway lines that like, I was like, oh, I want to see more of that relationship and how that works, because that was more interesting than the main characters. I, and I think that's kind of where... It faded out, and I think this is also the first Guardian film that James Gunn has written by himself, where the other one started off with, I forget the woman's name, and then James Gunn did a rewrite, and I think that's what's, like, the other writer, you know, I think that's missing a lot of the good parts. There is definitely two or three good movies in the background of this movie. Right, absolutely, and here's the thing, like, I think Rich hits the on the head when he's like, the thing that was happening with Gamora and Nebula was actually a really interesting plot point. It's just that that would never happen between those two characters, which is the sad part. Like, if, if those two characters were named something else, I would totally be like, we should have a whole movie about this. You know? But it's just like, okay, like, this is not... This, this is not how uh, Gamora should be portrayed it's like hey don't get me wrong it's 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 done well like i because i remember watching the movie and thinking like you know what like freaking uh uh zoe saldana is is kicking butt as an actress she's just not acting as the person that she's supposed to be <laughs> you know it's like the the character that she's portraying is not this and it's funny because i was watching And I was like, you know what? Like, Melinda May is friggin' what Gamora should be like. Like, that's Gamora as far as her character is concerned. And it's like, she, like, I feel like that woman in S.H.I.E.L.D. is more dangerous than Gamora is. But, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. And, you know, uh, yeah, I guess. We're we're making a lot of friends in in, in Guardians Volume Two. 
Yeah, I mean, instead of doing like the Rocket and Yonda team up for the B story, if they really just did the Nemura and Gamora, and like it was focusing on their whole relationship, and then yeah, you touched on Star Lord and his father and all that stuff going on, I think it would have been a lot. But yeah, I don't know. It seemed like they were just hitting the same beats with those two characters, with Rocket and with Yondu. It was like, yeah. okay, more of this. Like, they're, they, they're stuck. Those two characters were stuck in Act right. 2 of the first movie and continue on. And yeah, it was just a little weird. Um, so Dave Batista, I think he did a pretty good job. I think that they just went overboard on Groot on some parts. Though I will say... While I did want to see more of the opening battle, I did think it was an interesting choice to focus it all on Groot, because I think so many times when we watch these superhero movies, we're seeing all the instruction in all of the battles. Well, I guess um, you love the Optimus Prime Megatron fight in the first Transformers movie, huh? What does that have to do with this film? Because it's the exact same thing. It's like you're seeing the fight, and instead you're watching the kid with the Allspark. You're just watching Shia LaBeouf run yeah. down while there's an amazing robot battle going on in the background. You really, really, you're gonna call those amazing robot battles? I mean, it well, I, like, I wouldn't. We didn't get to see it. Yeah, it was the first robot see, battle we saw, so you know, we'll probably see some amazing robot battles in the new one. Right, look, don't don't say way. If I could come through Skype and punch you, I would, Tiger Claws. <laughs> I mean, the battles are, I mean, those films are like a guilty pleasure, but the battles in those films, you can never tell who was who outside of, Look, like... But when there's spot. a battle going on, you don't watch the kid with this Allspark. That was the main complaint of that movie. It's the, and it and was they the first it. Transformer movie. Yeah. And, and that's what we were waiting for, was right. that battle. And then that's how they opened up Guardians 2. <laughs> Um, I think maybe, maybe it's because I just saw the first one where they have all these battles that I, maybe it didn't bother me as much. So it probably could be because I knew I was going to get more of that, or I was hoping to get more of that stuff later on. Well, in the film. It, well, like, it's the first. It's the it was the first Transformer movie, and we're all waiting for Optimus Prime versus Megatron. And when that moment finally happens, well, we see a Shia LaBeouf, and then some metal rolling around behind him. So it's disappointing. Like that that should have been the climax of that movie. Yeah. And I've been waiting to see a cancerverse fight. And instead I see Groot running around. <laughs> eating, eating a beetle. Yeah. For calling his mother a cunt. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, because they didn't like he, he got yeah, were, we in, were we in the same movie? Yeah, like, he was fighting some rats, and then they said, they didn't say anything to you. Like, he misinterpreted their sound or something? Uh, I don't know, I just read that as him being stupid. So. No, that, that, yeah, that's what happened. He, like, he doesn't, he doesn't know when people are trying to attack him or not. That's what I got from it. Because then when they're hazing him later on, he's just chilling. Like, what do you guys think of the Ravagers? I, I particularly like to know more about the group that's with uh, Stallone's character. Yeah, then why don't you read some com comics from the 60s? Well, that's the group he Wikipedia. Yeah, because I, I, I heard that some of those members 
were the from the original team of Guardians of the Galaxy. That's exactly what it says in Wikipedia. I looked that up too. <laughs> I, and, I, and the red dude is related to to uh to what's his face, Doctor Strange, right? You read that too. Real quick before we go further, uh, friggin' friggin' Ariel and Simon Nigga trapped a Chinese finger cuff. Jay, what up, Jay? No, Jay? Jay? Another Jay? Jay? Okay. Maybe we yeah, I'm here. Okay, good. There it is. All right, I just wanted to let, them, let the people know you were there so you can chime in when you're ready on your thoughts on Guardian. So, yeah, what does but, Joe think of the movie? Jay, what do you think of Guardian? Uh, I thought it was good. I mean, I had some issues with it. The music was way too much, and some parts of it were too cartoony. But other than that, it was fine. I mean, it's no civil war, but it was fine. Yeah. Really, that—that that is the temple in which you hold all things up to is civil war. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on! It was good, but it wasn't that good. Uh, what was better? We're talking out of all the Marvel no, superheroes. No, no, yeah, just tell us. Soldiers better than Civil War. Oh yeah, I think Winter Soldier would probably be my favorite. Yeah, Winter Soldier is a better movie, but I mean, Civil War. It's really hard to compare Guardians of the Galaxy to, to all the other Marvel movies, considering that this is the cosmic side of the universe. So it's kind of unfair to to compare it to other movies that were more grounded in in on Earth than something from space. No, it's a movie, so it's which one you like more. Yeah. It doesn't have to be whether it's on Earth or in space, which one you got more entertainment value out of. Personally, I, I think I like the guard. To the rest of the movie. I think. Yeah. Like, you would put Thor in the same category as the other Marvel movies, right, Dyer Bob? I see. Uh, uh, to me, I think Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy movie are more. Probably a little more to my liking because I love I love all the sci-fi and fantasy stuff from the Marvel universe more than all the grounded and grounded on Earth stuff. Okay, I don't know. I mean, I would I would argue that may, maybe what you're saying is you like the fantasy stuff more than because because all the all the grounded stuff you're talking about is all sci-fi. I mean. Iron Man is. Well, I, you know, I'm talking. About, you know, when when you have movies like Captain America: Civil War and, uh, and and movies that are solely taking place on Earth, they're good. But I prefer to see movies that were that were not set on Earth, but in some galaxy or something like that. Which is why I like Guardians and and Thor a lot more because it, it's it doesn't always it doesn't have to be set on Earth all the time. Yeah. So, uh, I, I I will say that um, I I don't know a lot about the Ravagers in general, whether you're talking about the movie or the comics. I I wasn't a big fan of them. And then, is is it true? Is Michael is uh Michael Rosenbaum that diamond dude? Yeah. That's like a waste of Michael Rosenbaum, right? Am I like tripping? And you know who else was also in the movie? 
uh, V Reims and what's this other chick, uh, Michelle Yo. Yeah, but I mean, there's a race of Sylvester Stallone too. I mean, I'll give you that, but at the same time, Sylvester Stallone is like that. Kind of feels like the kind of guy you like. If you want to give him a cameo, but, you can give him a cameo. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't the, the, the third film, but. They made a big thing, thing about him in the mark. Like I was hearing all the stuff Stallone did, and I was like, "Huh?" It's not. Um, it wasn't a waste because he actually was wearing the real Star Lord costume. <laughs> uh, I just, I just was like, I felt bad when I found that out after the fact because I'm like, that guy's great, and like, it just seems like. Like, they didn't give him the opportunity. It's not even about seeing his face or anything like that. It's just, like, he didn't have much much of a role. And, you know, the little part he did have... Maybe maybe know, he'll be in the next one. I guess, but... I, I mean, they had a... Because it looks like... It looks like... It looks like they were setting him up for Volume 3 or something because he was talking to his uh, group. I don't know. I just, I'm. I was not a fan of the Ravagers in in the first one, and I became even less of a Ravagers fan in this one because I'm just like. Hey. I love the whole taser face bit though. I don't know, man. It just feels very pedestrian to me. Where I'm just stupid. like stupid. Like yeah, like it's like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand that sometimes it's just great to just you know laugh and have fun, and that's the thing. Like, I came out the first Guardians movie like, okay, that's not the Guardians of the Galaxy, but I had a good time. And this one, it's like, oh, man, this is really not the Guardians of the Galaxy. And then, you know what? I came out here, I feel bad. Like, I don't, I'm not having a good, I didn't have a good time. I felt, I felt the worst coming out of the movie that I did going in. And that sucks. Because I want to come out of Marvel movies on a high. Marvel Studios films, you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 like I, I really, or at least in the past, I've really enjoyed those films. And, you know, and especially, like, not only have I enjoyed those films, but then as a Marvel Comics fan, especially being a fan of the, the cosmic side of Marvel, it's like, you know, th- you never could have convinced me in the year 2000 that Ego, the living planet, would be in a movie. You couldn't convince me of that. Much less a celestial. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, Marvel is the first to put a, a living planet in their movie, and I know that DC has a, a, a kind of, kind of a version of that in the uh, Green Lantern core or something. But they have several. Happened. They have Mogul. They have Sanchi. There's, there's a bunch. There's a whole living uh, solar system. Are they hmm. all green lanterns? Yeah. Are they yeah. celestials? No. They do have a, a core, though, that you can kill and kill it. Do they rape women? That's crazy. No. <laughs> but, look, she consented. Yeah, under false pretenses. No, he told her she was from, he, she, he told her he was from space. But she didn't know, really. She's like, I don't know what you mean, because I'm a Trump supporter. I can say and that, you know, despite how I uh, also, about Also, it, he uh, gave uh, her cancer. The, the movie, like, people love this film. It made I know. a lot of money. I love calling them a bunch of fucking assholes. I mean, I feel like it was, like, somewhere north 
of 400 million worldwide at this point. Which, that's crazy money. Like, Larry, uh -huh. aren't you happy we didn't do that for Cinco de Mayo? <laughs> I mean, look. I, I Probably say, only because you would have punched something. I, I will say this. I feel like I would have had a better time seeing that movie inebriated. So, no, I, I was inebriated. It didn't, it didn't help. Okay. Yeah, well. I don't know. I, like, yeah. I feel like maybe I would have acted out more. I would have just been... I mean, are you really that surprised thing? considering, like, the boss baby has done a ton of money as well? You know, I, I, I want to see that. <laughs> I won't lie. Oh, like, come on, Larry. I feel like Are you sure you didn't love this movie? I feel like Boss Baby would be a good time. But You like Boss Baby but not Boss Baby Groot? I don't see no, that like that's a whole different thing, right? Like I don't, and here's the thing, I haven't seen Boss Baby and I might I might see it and think it's terrible, but I feel like Boss Baby might be a good time. And you know, I mean Boss Baby's not trying to be a superhero. Yeah, he is. I don't think so. He's trying to save. He's trying to save the love for babies. I mean, he can save people. That don't make him a superhero. Makes him just a regular. Oh uh, wait! So if oh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, talking, that's not a superpower. Say what? If a baby starts walking around, talking, wearing suits, and doing all this stuff, that he's that's not like a power. Like Baldwin. Plus, he's the boss. Wouldn't that make him a superhero if he's the boss? No, plenty of babies can walk and wear suits. That's like... <laughs> you know, I'm surprised at you as somebody that's afraid of white babies. If a white baby came up to you out of nowhere and started talking to you while wearing a suit and bossing you around, <laughs> you'd be terrified. I don't. Can the adults understand him? I don't only you? He only can talk to. I think he only talks to babies. He's kind of like Stewie, maybe. You have to be the dog. I don't know. I don't know. Enough possible. It's it's the whole suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Thank you, Tiger Claw. So I don't know. Like, I mean, did anybody here other than Tiger Claw like really enjoy the movie then? Or did we all? I liked it. Okay. Okay. It was funny. It. I mean. It. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a Guardians of the Galaxy movie if it didn't have a Howard the Duck cameo, which thank goodness they did in this. And one. And they still fucked it up. And and not in an end credits. Why is what does Howard the Duck have to do with Guardians of the Galaxy? Nothing. I don't understand. I, uh, why, why nothing, but I I enjoyed just seeing him appear. But why wouldn't it be a Guardians of the Galaxy movie if it didn't have Howard the Duck? Because, uh, I don't know. Because he was in the last one, and now he's in this one, so I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up in that, the third one. That, that sums up everything Tyre Claw ever says about these movies, because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I think the issue is, is that they kind of miss the mark, right? Because we have a, a main character here that definitely has some issues about not knowing his father, losing his mom very young, to the point where he doesn't really open up that second tape until later on. 
to he risks his life for a tape recorder. It happened in the first one, it happened in this one again, so it's like his only connection to the past. And then but the now, father, but, father but then comes so- in, saves him, hey, everything's going well, they talk about it, then he turns on his father. And it all happens in the span of, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes. And they could have really drawn that out, make us see the character really... Um, go between trying to figure out who acted like his real father, who was his real father, you know, could have gave us like that Empire Strikes Back type of feel at the end and not actually have them be fully successful. Um, but it, it just seems like they just kept missing the mark. Yeah. I love not that. like it's I a bad that. film. It's now an MP3 player. I mean, <laughs> yeah, hang up on Tyrant. It's, like, it, it, it's, it's, wow, they did a Zoom joke at the end. Like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah, I, like I, 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 I thought that was funny because Zoom of all the things on iPod, but they had to get a Zoom. <laughs> Do you laugh at every fart joke you see on camera? I mean, that's what it is. It's just the bottom of the barrel joke. It like it goes from it goes. I mean, I totally get the jokes. It's just some of you guys don't get the jokes. You know, we get the jokes. They're just not funny. Like people making fun of Zoom ten years ago. Like this is like, like there's not. I just love the fact that he got a piece of outdated technology. There's nothing happening in Guardians of the Galaxy that is so highbrow that some a person's not gonna understand it. Mate, the closest you get is the friggin' quantum star field or or asteroid field. That's it. After that. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure somebody's like, what, what, what makes it quantum? That's that's it. Outside of that, everything else is just like like standard fare. Like like I said, it's corny. It's corny. And that's, what, that's what Star Lord's devices uh, ha- was that uh that old football electronic game that was modified. Yeah. So let's all add to the story. What's that tell me about the yeah, characters? There's just, there's just a, I, I just like some of the little stuff that's kind of like nostalgic that's sprinkled in the movie. Yeah, but see, then that's the problem. Is it's, it's like basically you're the. Uh, it's all intertextuality. Uh, inter- is that they're using stuff you know in the past based in the present and not having to really explain it and not really showing any part of the character with it, too. And that's what they do with a ton of these movies. That's why we keep seeing reboots of like eighties television shows and things of that nature. Like they don't have to explain it. And they just like, oh, we can throw in a Zoom joke, or we'll throw in like this old our school uh, old eighties handheld, and the people like it because it's nostalgia. Yeah, it doesn't really reveal anything of the character. It's just putting it for for laughs. Because hey, if we get enough people laughing by the time they leave the theater, they'll walk out happy and they'll like the movie. Peter Quill's Walkman was an important part of the first movie. Exactly. And then when when they do the Zoom thing, it just craps on everything that that meant to him because it was all about the tapes that his mother left him, and now he doesn't have any of that. And the specific order song she picked out, yeah, that that had so much meaning. And just him risking his life to save that or... When he's in prison in the first movie, he's gonna pick a fight, even though he's already behind bars, to save it. You know, as when they finally you know, at some it, point, yeah, how much he cares about that. As, you know, as you know, at some point, he's gonna, gonna have to let. Uh, you know, at some point, he's gonna have to let all that stuff go and move on. 
<laughs> well, uh, I, I'm, and I'm talking about the whole, uh, I'm talking about the whole Walkman thing. Since losing it, he's yeah, just gonna he have to, to, you know. It's like saying someone. That's the only thing he has to his mommy is no, no, but, no but, pictures or anything. So but he doesn't need anything. He's a full, he's a grown ass man. Like Tiger Claw, for once made some some philosophical and existential sense. It's like yeah, it's a, for him to grow developmentally and and you know maybe get and nurture a proper uh, relationship with a female. He needs to let that shit go. I'm looking at the chat. I see Kazan uh, says, to me, Guardians 2 felt really rushed. The first Guardians, you could tell every scene had been planned for months, maybe years ahead. Uh, also, Dungeon Buster says, I know what a Zune is, but the joke was kind of meh. So, yeah. So, I, I would say, all, all in all, um, you know, Borat had a better joke with the the iPod Nano. I, th- I think the thing is with this is that's all just throwaway stuff that doesn't really reveal about about the character. But if you watch like a uh, a film like Reservoir Dogs, and all you have to do is really watch the opening diner scene, and it's a whole discussion about tipping, mm-hmm. right? And people will just throw their way. But if you really notice. How every character interacts with their way about tipping. Yeah. It basically tells you every character throughout the rest of the movie and explains all of their motivations near the ending. Mm-hmm. And so that's not done here. They just throw stuff in to force feed it. And oh, I think yeah. that's the problem I'm having with the film. And Celestials yeah. don't do that. Listen, if, if you can stray from the comic book and make a good movie, I, I no. have no issue with it. You can strike from the source material. No, it's good. Otherwise, we wouldn't have the no. Dark Knight because they fuck that movie too. Bo would argue that strain from the comic book makes it all automatically not a good movie. Well, did, did, uh, did you watch the Killing Joke animated? Because that wasn't good. Yeah, fuck that movie too. Yeah, it wasn't good. That's straight. That's straight time. Yeah. All in all, it's like. Obviously, everybody's probably going to go see this flick for themselves, so it doesn't matter. You know, Save yourself some money. Yandu dies. It's like, I will say this, but I, I, I can't say to somebody, like, hey, make sure you go see it. Cause it's like, I didn't like it, and I'm, I wouldn't recommend it for anybody that, that asked. What do you think? What I mean, think I think Yandu? it's probably going to be the best blockbuster you'll watch this summer, though. I'm watching it again next week. You're saying so, you said this is going to be the best blockbuster you watched this summer? I, I, I mean, minus like maybe Blade Runner and Aliens. I, I'm iffy on those, but not, the rest not of Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. <sighs> you, know what, Regal Cinema, you know what Regal Cinemas is doing for Wonder Woman? They, they have the ultimate Wonder Woman ticket, which is for a hundred bucks. You can see it as many times as you want for as long as it's in theaters. What? Why? Why would that, somebody do that? That automatically that automatically means they expect people to want to watch this movie over and over and over again. Wow. Yeah, but it's regal cinemas. Like, I mean, I hope I hope it's good because it looks good. I really like Patty Jenkins. I think she's a great director. Okay. Um, I hope it's good because Gal Gadot's hot. Okay. Uh. <laughs> 
back to Guardians. Um, what do you think of Yandu? Tire Claws. When he says, when he says, when he says, he says, he says to Star Lord in the movie, he says, he might be your father, but he. Okay, I've hung up on Tiger Claw. Tiger Claw is trying to tell, like, why is he saying everything? He's just reading the script. Tiger Claw. All right. He's like, oh, this movie is awesome because it's five. Like, Tiger Claw. Tiger Claw. Are you you done saying every line in the movie? um, uh, Have you seen it? What? (laughs) No, I mean, have you seen it? You particularly. What time? Well, I feel like I have been hearing you talk about it. Do you know I've seen it, Tiger Claw? I've, I've been talking about the movie. I think everyone on this call has seen it. You know, like, right, seen so, it. there's no such thing as a stupid question. They always forget to tell you the last part. Just a very inquisitive idiot. What are you going to say, Jay? Um, has anyone on the line seen Ghost in the Shell? Yes, I have. But do you think yeah. Guardians is better than that? Do I think Guardians is better than Ghost in the Shell? Uh, story-wise? Yeah. Just I in general. Like, story-wise, I think it is. Visually, I think Ghost in the Shell visually looks really great. But story-wise, I feel like Guardians did a better job. I feel like... Uh, they, you know, it's another, I think they even missed the opportunity more. With Ghost in the Shell and the whitewashing they did, and how the way that movie ended, like just I think did it real harm. Okay. What do you think, Jay? I mean, I, I was dying to go see it because I loved the anime. And I thought now, uh, uh, but yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on, Jay. Jay, do you, you think? Like, uh, hold, on, call, hold on, call. Jay, did you like uh, Guardians or Ghosts better? Um, I like Ghost of the Shell better. Like, one of, I think one of my main problems is that Guardians didn't feel like it had any weight to it. Mm. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. And Ghost of the Shell had that. Well, I think that they tried to have the weight, they just didn't understand how to use it. And I feel like they wasted Julia Binoche. Um, I think they had a real question to really uh, use that to do about with a question about identity and space and who you really are. I, I feel like they just kind of missed the mark on that. Even more so than Guardians. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, spoilers for a Ghost in the Shell is not real spoiler, but finding out that she was a Japanese woman, then they put her in a white woman's body, and they did, like, they had an opportunity where they could have, like, used that as a commentary on society, but they didn't. And so, like, the whole, it just even gave more presence to the whole whitewashing of that role. Um, I, I like Michael Pitt. I thought he was great in that role. I thought Batu. I thought... <coughs> Keshi as uh, the leader of Section 9 was like spot on casting. Um, the visuals were all great. Uh, that geisha scene and how like they were taking shots and some of that from the original movies I think were really great too. 
but I think they, yeah, and I think the perfect example there is you have, um, well, the perfect, but you have the scene where the guy gets, uh, he's part of the uh, trash route, and it's the trailer, uh, it was in the trailer, and basically it's the fight scene in the water where she's invisible. They don't explain how those guys got the machine guns. But if you look at, watch the movie and how they did that, you've seen how these were guys, like, um, already armed, and it just seems like a very, they were copying what they thought was nice, looked nice from the anime, but didn't really think about the whole story and the logic behind it. Okay. And maybe because I have more, maybe because I love that anime, I have more bias to the source material than I am with the uh, Guardians. That's probably why I didn't like it as much. Oh, look, we all know nobody has any kind of sentimental attachment to Guardians. I do. <laughs> yeah, but you bitched out and approved of the movie, the first movie. Wait, wait, wait! I didn't bitch out. I, yeah, you not, did. I totally said you should. Guardians. You should have been as angry as I am. I'm angry for you. For, first of all, first of all, I'll, I'm probably never going to be as angry as you are, Moses. It's just you are Moses. built to my DNA. But no, did you did you not like uh, Civil War because they didn't have all the characters in? They didn't start with an explosion in Connecticut. Look, if yeah. you actually listen, yeah, I did like six months of that. Yeah, well, that's loaded. <laughs> I, I Is there a superhero movie you did like? And if so, which one? I mean, I did like Civil War, but I was pissed that it was called that and the way they executed the Civil War. Like, it, it's, it might as well have been Civil War 2. <laughs> Civil War 2 was good. Oh, you say that, you fucking sycophant. <laughs> uh, caller, you're the seventh member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to say. Um, I'm hecked. I'm calling from some far-off multiverse. And I just want to say I love Tiger Claw Forum. It's the best show on all games network. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird that every time Heck calls, I hear the Vanilla Ice song in my head? You're an asshole. Talk about whitewashed. <laughs> Tiger, uh, Tiger Claw, I'm sorry. It'll Heck, become... What, you saw, do you saw Guardians? Nah. Did you did you not? Nah. Oh, good for you. I, I, I literally didn't know it was out until like two days ago. You have better it now, thanks to Tire Claw's theater theater of the mind. Yeah, now I don't have to see it. You're a better <laughs> man than I am, Heck. Good for you, Heck. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> mad at you. If if I had known what I know now, I wouldn't have gone to go see it. <laughs> I didn't want to see it, but Larry's like, Yeah, we should all hang out. We should go watch Guardians. And I'm thinking the Fantastic Forum. Well, I know he was planning a double date, and I left my wife at home. <laughs> Damn! At least let us, dude. No, sounds like a party. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was I was the third wheel. So it was Larry and well, Mia. Should have been the me. third wheel. Were, were you holding the popcorn, Mo? No, I, I went off to the side and let those. Sat in the middle, held the popcorn for us. Yeah, no. But if if they're gonna make you the third wheel, you make yourself the third leg. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just called Moses a dick. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know the movie was out until like two days ago. I barely found out today. Apparently, Bumblebee in the new Transformers movie is a Nazi. It's like he's going to team up with Captain America. I don't know what's going on anymore. Bumblebee's a Nazi with Captain America. <laughs> I'm not bad at any of that. I, I have no idea what's going on anymore. Right. 
Well, well look. You work at Michael's. <laughs> oh! What does that mean? You work at Michael's. <laughs> I, I'm trying to find the insult in there. I know. <laughs> well, Ooh, I work around mason jars. Ooh. Let's, yeah, it's like, oh my god, he's gainfully employed. Oh no. Tiger Claw's like, oh, you work. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, you I, I work money. Ironically enough, uh, uh, Bumblebee being a Nazi teaming up with Captain America is actually a good transition into talking about free comic book day. <laughs> because uh, they, they, or Marvel put out a free comic book day secret empire issue, which, you know, I don't know if any of you guys got to the comic book store or decided to participate in free comic book day, but it was definitely one of the the bigger books uh, that came out that for for that Saturday. But do you know that people were like getting copies of this book just to burn them? They stole my shtick. I didn't hear about this. People are protesting Nazis by burning books. Right. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> right. Give me the background. Why were they burning it? I'm sorry, but this I missed this one. Yeah, like basically, like people are really mad, of course, at Nick Spencer for his tr- his characterization of Cap, which he was a, a, a sleeper Hydra agent, and which of course a lot of people are equating with with the Nazis. Which you know, Hydra, I mean, depending on what iteration you're talking about, Hydra's always fascist. They're not always Nazis, but hey, I guess that might be neither here. I mean, stormtroopers. I mean, it's used over and over and over. Right. Various, but. But they're, they're not feeling. Happy. I think the problem is, is like Hydra has actual Nazi ties, so automatically they make them Nazis in their head. So did George W. Bush? <laughs> I mean, look, oh, it's different times. It's different so times. does NASA. Uh, so does <laughs> what? That's true. Werner von Braun was a decorated Nazi SS soldier. Yeah, I mean, if people burn this book, basically, I want to go to the news. This is going to be the last copies on the market, which will make it more valuable. Right. Yeah, which, have the golden exactly age. Stuff. It's free, right? Which right. is still my goal with the Death of Superman comic. But if everyone... There's so many, I'm still trying to burn them all. If, the, if it, they're free, but if people are grabbing them and burning them, that means that all of a sudden, there are not that many out in circulation, which does, in fact, increase the value. Like, there's some people... Indeed. That wanted them that couldn't get them, apparently. Which is crazy because, you know, I mean, I understand that, you know, free, I mean, free comic book day is not actually, a, or there are no actual free comics at com- uh, free comic book day. Like, stores are paying for those comics. They're giving them to you for free, but, you know, it's all like, it's all marketing. All that stuff costs money. The stores are absor- absorbing the cost, but. Really? The stores? It's not the publishers? No, the publishers. What about, what about those? No, it's the stores. And, and, ah, damn. And the stories in those comics are not usually, uh, I don't know. Uh, I get the readers to read them, read the later issues, but not all the stories in the free comic books are like, like, you know, major ones. I mean... It, I guess so, it depends. Like, depends I mean, on the publisher. If you're if you're reading Secret Empire, the free the free comic book day issue of Secret Empire is actually a pretty like important part 
of the story. And like, 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 I'm sure if you when you read issue two, you're gonna be like, wait, what happened? <laughs> which, which you know, I mean, is one of those things where I'm sure some people will be unhappy about that. But at the same time, it's kind of like it's not like they made you pay for it. They're like, just go to a comic book shop. Yeah, plus, you know, if they go to any convention throughout the year, they'll get the, one of the free comic day books anyways, because they tend to give them out again. Assuming they're not burned. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So uh, it's just funny what that They also X-Men comics as well? Wait, no. yeah, you guys were both talking at the same time. Say it again, Rich. I was just saying it's surprising that, it, like, another scandal like that happened because the whole X-Men Gold fiasco, like, two, three weeks ago. Yeah, but you know, here's the caused me to go buy two issues of that and not buy any more. <laughs> this this isn't really a scandal on Marvel's part. It's just more a, a, a like fans showing their displeasure, which you know, I mean, because it's not like which is stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tire Claw, what were you saying? I guess they're not buying them, but it would be like let's buy them and then burn them. And be like, well, they're still getting that money. They don't care what you do. It, yeah, it's well, well, Secret Empire yeah. Zero. You don't have Secret to. Secret Empire take Zero is going for four ninety nine now, so I'm gonna get it before it goes up asking, again. Uh, I was asking during Free Comic Book Day, do they also offer digital comics for free as well? Um, yeah. It depends on your store. Like some stores no, do on Comicsology. Oh, wait, he's asking about okay. on Comixology? He said digital. No. Oh. Yeah, I'm like, if you, can't, if you can't find a comic book store near you, you can probably get them for free online or something. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I misunderstood the question. And so the answer yeah, if you want to be weak and read it on a phone or a tablet. Hey, that's not a sign of weakness, man. <laughs> or use a certain website and you don't have to pay for anything. Shut up. Is it up yet? Uh, I can check on that. <laughs> yeah. But did anybody else uh, get the chance to go check out any shops on Free Comic Book Day? Did anybody get to go? Does wanting to count? I mean, wanting to. Was, uh, was, was the book Secret Empire Zero? Is that the one they're burning? No, no, no it's not Secret Empire Zero. It's Free Comic Book Day Secret Empire. It, I don't, it doesn't have a number. It's uh, it's just Secret Empire, and it has free comic book. It it it's a uh, part part of it is Secret Empire, and then the other part of it is the preview for the Peter Parker Spectacular Spider-Man book by Chip Zdarsky. Can you get me a copy of that? Yeah, I can. <laughs> So, you might like it, Mo. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I won't, but yeah. Um, Comixology has a free preview. On my, I think it might be that one. Oh, Secret Empire. Yeah, it might be. No, I, I, want the, I want the physical copy. I'm going to put it away for 20 years. <laughs> and then sell it to Nicolas Cage. But it's just weird because it's like... I, I don't know. I guess for me, it's like I find the... the the evil Captain America story interesting. But I also feel like it's not like there's any doubt in my mind that Captain America is not going to be back to his Sentinel of Liberty self sometime in the near future. In fact, it'll probably, I blame Stanley. It'll probably happen too soon for me. 
because honestly, Captain America right now is making an amazing villain. Like he's winning, and I think he'll keep winning. It, we're gonna get so tired of winning. Sounds like the issue is gonna be bigly. <laughs> bigly. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a lot of interesting books that came out for Free Comic Book Day. Um, you know, it was unfortunate because I know one of the ones that I was looking forward to was Catalyst Prime. And uh, unfortunately, I wasn't in L.A. for Free Comic Book Day. So I had to, like, friggin' sneak out to a, a different shop while I was away on business. And uh, they didn't. They didn't have the book I wanted. It was Catalyst Prime. And, you know, which is actually like the, the, some of the uh, guys that used to work for Milestone kind of like making their, their group entrance back into comics and like doing diverse characters. And uh, yeah, the shop I went to was like, yeah, we didn't order that because we hate black people. And I was like, Damn. Oh. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I'll just take my comics and go. <laughs> they, no, they didn't say that. But please don't call the police. <laughs> For real, right? No, I mean, I guess they just maybe they don't have a large. Uh, a large minority population of readers there, and they felt like their clientele wouldn't want that book. You know, they have to make choices, so I understood, but I was like, I hope I can. Gotta sell to who you know. Yeah, but it's free, so technically, you should have gotten all of those. Well, no, it's not free for them. They have to pay for it. No, I know, but the thing is, if they're the one place that has it, on free comic book day, they might potentially get a new customer because somebody like you, Larry, was calling around trying to see if they had it. Yeah, that might be true. I mean, I, I wasn't calling around. I At just, least get like five of them. Right. I just assumed they would have some. And, you know, if they had told me like, hey, we had some, but we ran out, then that would have been different. But they're yeah. like, no, we didn't order that. Now you're never going to go back to that shop. I'm like, oh. I was able to get a, a free comic book day version of a Star Trek The Next Generation comic, though. Mirror Broken from IDW. It looks like it's a, a story that's in the Mirror Universe. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Where everybody's like friggin' a little bit evil. And you have like Goatee Picard and friggin' Cyborg Data. Goatee. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Or I guess he's bored data. So, yeah, if if you guys didn't get to get go out there, I feel bad because there was a there was a lot of cool stuff. It was like you know fun times, and I hope that you're. I mean, I know in LA, which of course LA is a bigger market. Like almost all the shops that I frequent usually still have some free comic books. Like in, in this like following week for the people that like might come in during the day or, or come in this week and you know the customers that weren't able to get there on uh, 
on Saturday. So, you know, if you're thinking about it or you have a local comic shop next near you, you might want to go out there and see if they still have some free comic book day books, because they might. Dungeon Buster says, I didn't know people were burning Secret Empire books. Jeesh, give me a copy and I'll read it. I've always wanted to burn something that, like, I hated. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, with burning whatever you want, I guess, technically, even though, you know, obviously most people kind of have or feel like there's a stigma to burning books. It feels like... No, that's not that bad. <laughs> it's just like, you know... Books never did nothing to nobody. Hey, who has the time for this to like wake up in the morning, wait in line, go to a comic store, get a book, and then like sit on fire? Like, don't you have better things to do with your life? It's a bunch of angry white uh, nationalists. Like, play some video games, make products. Like, who cares? Right. Yeah, but you gotta get your your self worth and validation from people agreeing with you on Twitter. Right, because all these people that did burn it made videos for the internet. Right. That is true. Gotta get them hits. Yeah, but it's unfortunate because it was a good story. It was like they really, if they had taken the time to read it, they might have been... Uh... It sounds like it was hot. Like, I want to burn uh, everything with Joe Matt on it. <laughs> He just sees strange, a oh, strange way to protest. I want to burn Dan Jurgen's table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I burn the entire New Fifty Two? Oh, man, that might. Let's Why? Why? The DC Court Owls was... did that. I mean, the Court Owls was actually really good. That came out of that. Yeah, Owls. but I mean, have you read anything in the last three years? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> The I, was, was, I, was I, I know you haven't, Rich. <laughs> like, uh, no, no, I haven't actually. That's because nobody has. You know what was good? The death of Superman story. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, which <laughs> one? The new one? The, the, yeah, the new one. Wait, are, aren't they both Jurgens? Fuck that guy. Yeah. Oh shit! It is. <laughs> Damn it. Even and he's doing us the, the super family now too. God damn it! Yeah, yeah. I, Actually, I finally I yeah. finally saw a picture of Chinese Superman and it made me so angry. Why? Why? They got the eyes wrong. No, I hate China. Why? Because of their <laughs> occupying of Tibet. Oh. Plus, they're the world's largest polluters. No, but they're also the ones that are making actual progress to stop polluting. So, like, there's there's people in China on the manufacturing side creating pollution, and there's other people trying to, you know, make things go more solar and more wind-powered. Okay, so you love so, China. No, I hate them. I also it, hate the dog meat festival. I mean, you could always burn China. I wish I could. They have a whole... It could be worse. What if there was a Superman in North Korea? There is a Superman. The Supreme Leader is Superman. Well, they did, they did, they did the Superman Red Sun, which is kind of like that. Yeah, that's stupid, too. They have so, a whole Chinese oh, well, justice thing no. in that book. Yeah, and that's a little different because they're not kissing China's ass. Like, everybody's fucking kissing China's ass now. So it's like... 
That's I fucking Amazing Spider Man did it. Uh, they had to change Iron Man Amazing three. Amazing yeah, Iron Man three did it. it uh, what you call it? Scene in China, that was it, bro. What? It just had a scene in China. We had a scene cut only for the Chinese audience. There, yeah, there's a Chinese version of Iron Man three. Right. Because they don't call the Mandarin the Mandarin, they just call him the white guy. <laughs> the white um, guy. And then, the Caucasian. Yeah, and then there's a, what, what is it, they're afraid to piss off the, the, the people in China, so they did, uh, they made, what is it, Kun Moon the way it is, yeah. and they did, and they also did, uh, they made white, uh, the ancient one. Yeah. For that same reason too, because they didn't want to use a Tibetan. Yeah. So yeah, fuck China. And fuck Marvel for sucking their fucking dick. <laughs> so you're mad at China for ruining comic book? My he TV. says on his Chinese made phone. <laughs> I'm on my. <laughs> I'm on my Korean made computer. Yeah. So, I guess uh, we should get into some news before we run out of time. I I think, uh, I guess I guess I could play some news music. Hold. Hold. There it is. <laughs> Comic book news. We should have a, like, uh, like, kind of... <laughs> Well, not, not like that, but like. All right, what shall we talk about now? What what's in the news? Marvel is casting thirty of their titles because there's too much diversity. Yay! <laughs> I did see that Marvel was canceling thirty of their titles. Uh, Silk is in there, isn't that? Isn't Mo'ing that one? Which one? Silk. No, I don't think Mo's reading Silk anymore. No, I'm not. I'm not reading Marvel at all, really. Um, yeah, th- these are all the titles that are like on on the sales shopping block. Squirrel Girl's in there. I'm surprised about that. Good. I mean, honestly, I I looked through this list because I was like, I hope. Was it Squirrel Girl DC? No. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that she's part of, the- of the Legion of Superheroes. World of Wakanda, because you know, black folk. <laughs> None of the books that I was reading was on this list, and yeah, like World of Wakanda, you're not reading. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> reading World of Wakanda. No, man, thing. Um, well, that's that's a limited run, so it's like they're not like canceling; it's just finishing. Um. I think though, isn't the Ultimates two on there? Yes. Yeah, that that hurt. I like that book a lot. And the Ultimate. Larry, you know you're the only one reading. I do Marvel, right? Well, and you know why? It's because it's Marvel Cosmic done the way it's supposed to. Gwenpool had a book. Yeah. And it's fourteen. Yeah. I read the first one. It's terrible, right? What book? I wouldn't say terrible, but I wouldn't read it again. Which book? Gwen 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 Gwen
Ah, uh, not Moondrill and Devil Dino. <laughs> Who? I like that's a racist ass comment. I don't like Lawrence. The, she doesn't the thing, her. the thing about these books is like they should have never gotten past issue like four. Like even Silk, Silk was good until they had to re reboot it because of Secret Wars. Unstoppable Ross only made it to four. That's, yeah, that's stupid too. What do they need? That sounds racist. Both I only made it to three. Oh, it's a bitty, so they might finish. Are they still doing Soldier Surfer? That's that's on the list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go figure. But that's the book that was left untouched. But Spider Man twenty ninety nine. That's not good. Totally awesome. Hulk is going. Good. I thought that was doing good. I hate that guy. <laughs> Spider Man twenty ninety nine is actually a pretty good book, but I don't think too many people are reading. Isn't that the Mexican Spider Man? He's part Mexican. He's Mexican Irish. Yeah, which is technically Mexican. They have so way too many kids. They get angry when they drink, and their flag is red, white, and green. <laughs> and they drink way too much. And they're Catholic. Okay, hey, you've convinced me. <laughs> so you can even yeah, call them just like that should be doing better. Yeah, you could just call them Mexican or Irish. <laughs> right, Rich? Myrish. Rich, Rich is officially called uh, Scottish. No, nah, I'm here. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't get the joke, sorry. <laughs> not Irish? I am. My last name is McGrath. I'm a Mick. Right. I gotta, so, I gotta take it, one of those DNA tests because I think I might come from Irish ancestry, too. <laughs> Every time I look up my last name, it, it goes back to a Gaelic word. What word? Fuck. <laughs> It's it's similar to how my last name is, but it's from Gaelic. Better fuck. <laughs> Alright, I got news it just broke about eight hours ago, but what do you guys think about the the, the dread T V show? What? The what TV We're making a we're making a dread Dredge yeah. Dread T V show. I'm ready for it. Yeah, I posted about it. I mean, that. I liked the first movie. I thought it was really good. And Wait, the first movie, do you mean Silver I'm sorry, the, the newest movie. Okay. <laughs> I like but the I, How about that? But it's called Dread Sid Mega City 1. Yeah. I, I mean, if it's made like the last movie, I'm down. That's how it I might. Too. It's going to be made like that, but I think it's going to focus more on, like... The full police force, not just Judge Dredd. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Is it Netflix or what? Hey, if it turns out to be a, like GCPD, which is one of the yeah. DC comics that's no longer I being wonder, made. Yeah. Right. I wonder who they will. I wonder who they will get to play Dredd. It doesn't matter. But actually Carl Urban. He would, he's been on TV before. It'd be great if they got him back. It's made by the people that made um, Defiance. What's that other TV? Sniper Elite. Yeah, and and then the people that that made the movie too. So it's like the production team from the movie, and then one of the uh, battle was a bat, the original, not the original, but that remake for Battlestar Galactica. I think it's that team. It's Rebellion Entertainment. So I don't know. Yeah, let me see what they did. Real quick. I, I mean, I, I like. I mean, that I, Battlestar Galactica? So what what cable channel is going to get it? I mean, ju be streaming. just judging by the pedigree, 
it's the fucking the it seems like sci-fi, but as long as going to the DC app because I think that kind of hurts in the like uh, Agents of Shield. I think being on network kind of hurt what they could do there. I feel, so. I feel like Shield is doing great, man. It's doing better now. I think the first season was a little bit rough, but I'm also behind. Yeah, I mean, the first season is definitely the growing pains, but I think it, that may very well may have more to do with the fact that how closely it was tied into Captain America, uh, uh, the Winter Soldier. Because they have to keep that secret. Like, you know, it's kind of, you know, try to make sure it didn't fall, you know, like try to keep all the wheels on before they get to that big jump. Yeah. yeah, which is a crazy metaphor. I don't know where I got that from, but whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like that's that's totally not a thing for anybody. That's like, do people say that? No, they don't. Sorry. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so it's Rebellion Entertainment and I am Global. I am Global. Uh, Mark Stern, the president, is the dude that brought Battlestar Galactica, Helix, and Defiance to sci-fi. Rebellion Entertainment. Is it, aren't they the uh, game developers? Yeah. Okay. Did Defiance blow? The show? No, the show was good, but I think what was great. hindering the show was the fact that they were trying to make it coincide with the events of the MMO. Once they cut that, it got way better. <laughs> See, I like the show, but I can't use that as a gauge because nobody ever agrees with me. No, I watched the show. I liked it. And then you could feel when the game and the show stopped being trying to go hand in hand, because the show, like the quality, just doubled. Is that when the aliens stopped wearing top hats with sunglasses and stuff? Yeah, like it just looks a little darker, a little grittier, and then the stories just get a lot crazier. But good, like not out of hand, you know. Wild. Um, did anybody see the promo stuff that leaked for Runaways? We talked about it last week. Okay, so was it good? Nah. Oh. That's unfortunate. There's a, there's, there's a little teaser for The Gifted. Have you seen that? I have not seen that. I don't care. I, does, I mean... That's, that's that... That's that X Men family drama, right? That they've been primping, yeah. Like, I wish I could trust your opinion, Tiger Claw, because I do want to know <laughs> what what someone thinks of it. But I, you, you like it already, Tiger Claw. I can hear it already. Yeah, it it, it, <laughs> it doesn't show much. It's just a little teaser. But how do you feel about it? But what's interesting is uh, Anna Paquin plays the mother of these two kids. Okay, so what do you think? I don't know. It's just a teaser. It'll be interesting <laughs> to see what it's like once the actual trailer comes out. Okay, so you're, you're reserving judgment. I, I'm just I'm just curious what who Anna Paquin is playing. I'm, I doubt she's playing Rogue, but still, it's kind of interesting that they got someone from the X Men movies to star in in this TV show. No, she's Rogue. I'm like, if she, does she if she's not does she have white hair? If she's not rogue, it's a that's a huge mistake. 
It's okay. It's a different universe. It's a multiverse. It all goes together. It it, it is all it is is being produced by uh Brian Singers. Like and uh, we all know he doesn't touch boys. I mean, <laughs> fuck up X Men things. <laughs> I mean, sounds like nice money already. Uh, X Men media thing that I actually like feel is X Meny, but I don't know. I, I'm not. X Manny is a comic I'm working on. X Manny, there it is. Oh, X Men ish, <laughs> X Men esque. Talking about X Men esque, Deadpool is coming to FXX in the form of a uh, animated TV series. I did see that, and it's helmed by Donald Glover. Yeah, he's putting the money up for it. Is he, is he gonna voice Deadpool? Is he gonna, is he gonna no. create the show? Huh? Is he putting the money up or is he creating the show? Because I thought he's like I thought he already had like a development deal with FX because of Atlanta. So I think they're putting the money up. I think he's just like the creative force behind the show. That's not a good idea. Why not? I wonder who they will get to voice Deadpool. Nolan North, maybe. The dude from uh, Bob's Burgers. What's his name? The Archer guy. Yeah. Yeah, like the the cartoon. Like even the the drawing they put on it looks like it's a, it's something out of Archer. Well, I mean, if it's, I think it's his production Archer, company I'm because yeah, when I'm moving on uh, comic resources, he is currently uh, shooting his role as the as young Lando Calrissian in the Han Solo film, so he doesn't yeah. have. Time. I'd like to to go back for a second here because uh, I got a question for Tire Claw because I'm totally against fake news, so I'm wondering where he heard that Anna Paquin isn't gifted because she plays the mother. Are you sure? Are you <laughs> sure it's case. not that she's married to a guy that was casted in Gifted? Because that's the only thing I can find about her in Gifted is her husband is playing role. I did. It's just a teaser. It's just a teaser. They didn't show and she's not show in it either. <laughs> she's not in it uh, because it's a teaser. I believe it's a Stephen Moyer, Hobby of not... Rogue Actress, Anna Paquin, the cast story. in Fox TV series, the title. <laughs> the story. Where came. does it say she's in the goddamn show, Tyre Claw? The guy, Actually, the guy in the show got Anna Paquin it. pregnant. So she's a mother now. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. No, I'm just, I'm just talking. I don't know if that's true. It's part of the multiverse. It's fine. They're start. I mean, they're going to be in a new film together called The Parting Glass. <laughs> and a pack with his Gwenpool. Shut the fuck up. Wait for Tyler to Google where he saw that. There's a, there's a. I'm gonna post this in in chat in here. Uh, posted a an, an image of. Polaris from Gifted. Is that Anna Paquin? Uh, so Anna Paquin is playing Polaris? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, no, I'm just saying uh, there's a uh, actress by the name of there's Emma a actress by the name of yeah, Emma Dumont, yeah. What's that got to do with Anna Paquin? Which is what I asked about. Because her husband's in the show. I don't think Oz listens. <laughs> I don't think Anybody like 
listens or does anything. Jeez, <laughs> bro. Damn, Tyre Claus fake news over there. I'm like, sorry. And, and, we all, and we all commented on his fake news like it, it's real news. There it is. Altern- alternative facts. Mm-hmm. Right, but the 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 one real news guy here actually looking at looking up that story. That's why you're the senior reporter, Oz. Thank you. That's why you're the senior cub reporter. <laughs> the senior cub reporter. <laughs> He's first in line. I can hear Tyra Claw still googling. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys hear that Hellboy's getting a reboot? I did. Yes, R rated. And I heard who the actor is. Yes, yeah, the is dude that one. No, it's the dude that I wanted to be Cable, the dude from Stranger Things. Oh wow! Oh, the dude. Yeah, sure. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, does does Hellboy need an R rating? No, but I mean, it could it could for violence and stuff. Maybe depends on what story they do, really. But right. they said uh, it's going to be horror-ish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't Hellboy a little bit on the horror side? It's a lot on the horror side, but the, so just because it's horror, sense for it to be R-rated. But just no, it doesn't. Like horror doesn't need to be R-rated. You can do a a, a spine tingling horror movie. Yeah, just rated PG. Con- rated, rated PG. Conjuring. It was PG thirteen. Yeah, it was great. Wow, the Conjuring is PG thirteen. Every, every, like, H.P. Lovecraft novel is, like, rated G. <laughs> rated G. Did they say why they're rebooting it? Is Ron Perlman just too old for that now? No, it's uh, Guillermo del Toro and Mike Mignola couldn't get, like... There was stuff between them that he didn't like. Mignola didn't like how he did the second movie. And the, also, the other thing is, the second didn't make movie, as much money as they wanted. None of the studios wanted to pay uh, him to uh, make the movie. That's why. But why? They, they see they don't see the Hellboy movies making a lot of money for the studios. So then, why would they reboot it? <laughs> I don't know. For Netflix. somebody's taking a shot, taking a chance at it. They're going to reboot it with a new director and hope it makes more money. And the reason why they're doing that is because it's based it, on it's not, an it's IP. Not, it's not that. It's did Mike Mignola didn't like how Guillermo del Toro did the second Hubble movie. The second Hubble movie was a totally original departure from the comics, one hundred percent. And that one was made by Universal. <laughs> Who has the rights to Incredible Hulk? Was that team up movie? The, the point I'm making is they, they didn't like each other, they didn't like working with each other, and they can't come together to make a third one. Uh, you know, I'm reading The Verge right now, and they're saying Mike Manola announced that on Facebook. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But, so he can't but, control those rights. That's pretty good. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to the toes on the other side of the wall, too. <laughs> <laughs> but how does Anna Paquin fit into all of it? <laughs> She's the next Miles Morales. Shit. <laughs> Have you guys seen the trailer for Blade Runner 2049? The new one. The new trailer. No. The one with Anna Paquin? 
Yeah. And a pack win in Batista. I've seen that. Not really, though. Your transitions are amazing. <laughs> Did you guys talk about uh, Kevin Feige? How he does? How he doesn't know celestials? <laughs> no. How he's saying that he does believe at this point, at some at, at some point in the future, that there will be a TV movie crossover. Didn't they do that already though? Because they had four Agents of Shield. They had like the um, they had to do an investigation. Yeah, Sif was on Agents of Shield, but I guess what they're saying more so is that the TV characters will be in the movies at some point. Or if they do a TV crossover, they have to so, bring back. So I guess it doesn't count. Agent Coulson started in the movies and then went to TV. Is that mean they're going to bring Agent Coulson back into the movies? They got to. But they don't got to. The the only thing though is they didn't really say the the actors as much as the characters. So I don't know. So we have like so instead of having like. Uh, shit, the X-Men guy, the thing was also in uh, Quicksilver. So instead of having two different Quicksilvers with two different studios, we're going to have two different characters from the same studio. Interesting. Like, it, it might be a thing. You know, uh, you might have like, like how DC with the Flash? You might have, like, a Daredevil, <laughs> but a different actor play him in the movie than the guy in the TV show. Which, you know, Marvel, Marvel and Fox own the rights to the Watchers. What? But uh, so it, I can understand yeah. why DC has a Flash in the movies and a Flash in a TV show because they're two separate universes. I think the problem with me with Agents of Shield is they started to cross that boundary since the beginning, but it was already in the same universe. Like when they never said it wasn't in the same universe. They just said they weren't going to have the crossover. Right. They were basically they they were saying up until very recently that the people that you are in the TV shows are gonna not be in the movies. You, and and they did have you, of course they had people from the movies in the in Shield. You, but but that was you know, I mean, you know with uh right. oh, Tiger Claw, who wants Yeah, what were you saying? I missed that. R.I.P. Larry. What he was saying was that they were saying that they weren't, they're still in the same universe. It's just people from the TV shows wouldn't come in, come out in the movies, but stuff from the movies would come out in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I get the, I get the impression that when they say the TV, I, I don't think they count Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think they're just talking about Netflix. Well, that's those are the people you want to see in the movies. Like, you don't want to see people from Agents of Shield in the movies. I would like to see what about, up in there. Right? Nah. I would love to see. What about Coulson. the What about the Inhumans? What if that Look, for the Inhumans? Like, you know what, man? Somebody needs to hang up on your ass. Fuck the Inhumans. <laughs> <laughs> the Inhumans. Doesn't if they want to do a that's crossover, that's the one starring uh, Mandy. For those of you that remember her from from earlier shows. Yeah. No, that that show is stupid. <laughs> Like, I just saw the. They just released a picture of the Inhumans. They literally just took a shit on the Inhumans. They look so they fucking terrible. 
picture. Like, one of the comments I've... was that they look like they have hollow, like bad Halloween costumes. Yeah. On. Right. It looks like an ad for Party City. <laughs> it does look like an ad for Party City. I... That's true. Party City is going to get so much it. business. None of them look inhuman. They all just look plain old, boring ass motherfucking human. I'm curious I'll... what Lockjaw's going to look like. He's the only one that's going to look like he's supposed to look like. Everybody else, the, the dude, first of all, like, it may, you know, call me nitpicky, but the dude playing Black Bolt, his head is way too damn big. He looks like he's holding <laughs> in a heart. <laughs> his head is big. It's true. It's like, there's certain proportions to these characters. I mean, you know, I mean, comics isn't usually the best place to look at for proportions. But when you look at life, but when you're deciding the costumes, you gotta kind of have to take that into account. That motherfucker could have benefited from a fucking cowl. Huh. Yeah. Wyland's in chat. He says, Inhuman costumes look so cheap. Dungeon Buster says, LOL, Party City. And Which Dr. Is, Forever. That's my posted. biggest gripe with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, everything looks stupid. Wait, what? Like, the props and Ninjas of S.H.I.E.L.D. look like fucking, like, Heck could have made them on his break at Michael's. That's, that's not true. <laughs> I can do that. That's, that's, that's not true. Well, that's what you get for having a TV budget. Dude, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. does great stuff with their budget. You can't see right. I see fantastic, okay? Listen. Oh. Like, they made a Ghost Rider that looks fantastic. Look, that's the only thing they ever did that looked good, and except for that episode yeah, when you have right. Ghost Rider next to the the tube that holds magic science ghosts. What's wrong with ghosts? You, what? What's wrong with the magic there, science ghosts? They, there's an episode where they have magic science ghosts. Yeah, those, those. And Ghost Rider comes out, and you have that that good special effects, and then standing right next to a shitty ass. Plastic aquarium that couldn't pro- that couldn't hold water. Literally. I I don't think I don't think you're giving that show nearly enough credit. Why should I give it credit? They can't get certain shit right. The guns look terrible. The 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 fucking that 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 motherfucker has a little sliding closet with a with an android woman in it. Yeah. And it looks like it. You know, you look at a show like The Flash, that looks terrible, too. It's starting to look really terrible, too. But at least that, like, time capsule room looks better than where that motherfucker holds that android woman. In that one. Royal room? Yeah. I don't, listen, I don't, like, I don't, how are you going to criticize a closet? Like, what's wrong with it? Like, it's a It looks closet. terrible. It's like, it's... If it looked just like a closet, it would be better. But it, it looks all high techy, and then the props look like foam rubber and shit. So you're like, I don't like the door. Is that what you're saying? Like he has like the science closet thing yeah, with I, like I what you're digital about. digital shit going up and down the walls, just to hide this woman that he created, the sex bot. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about Agents of Shield or Archer? No, Agents of right now. Okay. And it's funny listening to, to that. He did story. create a sex bot. Yeah, no, right. yeah, absolutely. Like I was like I he hasn't said anything wrong outside of the fact that the, the props look cheap. 
<laughs> they, they just need more LEDs on the lights. That's that all. room where he keeps her, where she hides, looks terrible. It's it's just a room. Like I don't like. Are you saying that it doesn't look like what a a, a cybernetic or like an android lab would look like? I mean, because how do you right. know? It just looks terrible. Like the the. I don't know, maybe it needs better interior design or something. <laughs> that shit looks terrible. The feng Shui is it totally looks, off of that room. It looks almost as bad as fucking Savitar's costume. What is wrong well, with he's Savitar? Iris. He was obviously drunk when he designed it. <laughs> what, is, what is wrong with Savitar's costume? That looks horrible. Really? You think so? Well, it, you know, the, first, it, the first half of the bulky. season... The first half of the season, it was... CGI, right? And he looked big, imposing, and everything. Now they want him to look big, imposing, and everything. But now he's the same height as everybody. But all they make is his chest look all barrelless. Like he had a smaller waist when he was CGI. That's true. Now he just looks like a big fat man that shouldn't be able to run faster than me. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know. I, like. Uh, maybe, 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 like I, maybe like I said, Larry, you don't see, you don't look, you don't see like I do. Uh, Who knew Savitar was Two Face too? That was a, that was interesting. Say what? <laughs> Larry hasn't seen that yet. Ah. So now that they're doing so Inhumans and all this, does that mean the uh, fucking human? The damage control show that they bought is no longer in the works. <laughs> Going by Mo, yeah. It's, I just it's think I thought that I thought it would be a hysterical show to watch. Maybe they saw what happened with that other show, that Powerless. Uh, that other DC show, Powerless, and they said, oh, forget it. It's getting rave reviews, though. From who? Wasn't it getting good reviews? No. You just I haven't even made it. it. <laughs> I haven't watched it. So I haven't watched Powerless. I thought it was yeah, you just said, no, it was, it was terrible. Everybody hated it except Oz. Wait, he was saying Powerless was getting rave reviews? I yeah. thought he meant the, uh, the other show that hasn't even been made. No, pa- no, no. Look, I freely admit that I'm probably the only one watching Powerless. All right. I thought maybe it must have been me something else. I, I enjoyed it. But I can see why everybody else hates it. I never saw it. Was it good? No. Oh, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm usually drunk when I watch it, though. I, I've never seen an episode sober. You're showing your Irish. I feel like and Mexican comedy and the superhero genre is tough. Like you have to be really careful to do it right. It's not that tough. Who does it good? It's like I feel Guardians like- of the Galaxy. No. <laughs> the only the only thing I can think of that does it good are Deadpool and the tick. And that's it. Well, we haven't seen the new tick yet. I mean Deadpool got it once. Right, right, right. That's true, because Deadpool but, 2 could totally be like I'm guessing the original Captain America doesn't count. The, the original Captain America movie? Yeah, <laughs> First that's unintentionally funny. No, the like the OG OG one. We was like just running down. The He's hill got like a plastic shield. Yeah, yeah, on that motorcycle. And a motorcycle helmet. Right. I will say that uh, you know, I, I mean, I feel like there's only so many com- uh, concepts 
I feel that lend themselves to comedy in in that genre. But but you know, at the same time though, it's like I mean, you, you can make new stuff. Like uh, Jay, what's your show that you like? Say again. What's what, that? What's the, what's the show you like? The stop motion just show. We're about to um, the mansion. That joint's hilarious. Right? You guys see him Super Mansion? Oh, yeah. Super Mansion. No. Uh, what's that on? Amazon? Um, or Hulu? What is it on, Jay? Uh, Super Mansion's on Crackle. Crackle. Look, okay. There it is. Uh, They're the showing awesome. it on Adult Swim now. Wait, wait. The whole series? Or just the pilot? I think they filmed the whole thing on Adult Swim. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. But Superman oh, wow. is funny. And you know Damage what? Control is going to be Spider-Man funny. You know what could be a good superhero comedy uh, if they, you know, uh, like, kept it to the source material-ish is, like, a Next Wave, like, show. That, that would be, which, I don't know. Don't, look, don't put that out there, man. They're going to fuck that up next. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Next Wave lends itself to that medium. Yeah, but though. but like, they're still gonna have to fuck it up. Yeah, that could be true. You know they are. Like you, you know already. Well, I don't know. I mean, I I think because it's a good idea, they may not do it. No, but that's the thing. Guardians was a good idea. Like Thanos Imperative, War of Kings. <laughs> like they could have done all that for Guardians Volume Two. Yeah. But they fucked it up. Inhumans, Inhumans was the perfect thing to do in the theater and on TV show. And they fucked that shit up, too. <laughs> well, maybe the costumes will get better. They're not going to get better. The damage is done. They shit on everything I like. <laughs> Speaking of shitting on things that Mo likes, did we talk about the Simon Twitch TV show? Oh, no. What about what? Oh, that's going to be amazing. You is, it gonna be, is it based off the Michael uh, uh, Bender stuff? Well, it's being done by Kevin Smith. He's writing and directing the the TV show, and it's for BBC. Well, is Simon Twitch going to be hanging out at a Circle K or something? <laughs> Probably. It's a skinny dude and a fat dude, so... And one yeah. barely talks. Yeah, it's perfect I'm for him. But wait, so wait. Target Fallen, right? He owns all the rights to that stuff, so... Target Fallen signed off on it. Yeah. He's working with with, uh, Smith. Because I know he wrote the script for the new Spawn movie and has yet to give it away until he said it was going to be right. So, this... uh, I'm actually... Well, it's not even that. It's like 400 pages. So, he's got to bring it down. The second Twitch book is just supernatural, right? Just make the 400-minute movie. I'd watch it. Seven Twitch is just going to be supernatural, right? Basically? No. Because they, they just deal with crime, period. It just happens to sometimes... Well, they're saying supernatural cop shows set in the world of Spawn. Right. So, yeah, they, may, they may do... Uh, is it the Candy Man? Who's the guy who kidnaps the kids in the back of the ice cream? Bill, Billy Kincaid. Yeah. Yeah, Agent Kid. That was show. That always freaked me out reading that as a kid. Right. Oh, I love that. That was, was my favorite. Like sticking the fingers on the art was so good. 
Yeah. Well, the the ending, the closing page of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, with the ice cream, ice yeah. cream pops all stuck in them. Yeah, that's, that's an underrated TV show too. Was the Spawn animated series on yeah. HBO? Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, the thing about that is, yeah, I guess by nature of it, they're being in the periphery of Spawn. It could be kind of supernaturally, but it doesn't have to be. I'm, I'm surprised. The, the thing is, really all the, to it. I mean, I'm not like excited, but you know, it's on BBC, so that means it's gonna be you know 40 minutes long, but it's gonna feel like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, just with Kevin Smith writing. Yeah, that alone. It's gonna sound like Gilmore Girls, where they speak super fast. Yeah, man. If you look at like the Red State, it's a I'm not watching style. Yeah, I'm not watching. It's a different style from him. I think he'll do a good job because Red State was really good. Plus, BBC a series for them is like what eight episodes, which is right in most sweet spot. <laughs> right, but all those episodes feel like like they're two hours long, but it's like. Just regular ass forty minutes. They just drag and drag and drag. <clears throat> so this thing has a fifty-fifty chance. Yeah, I mean, I don't have that much faith in Kevin Smith, but I, you know, I, he, think, I mean, he he's worked on Supergirl, but even he's he worked on he didn't have to do anything with Supergirl. Exactly, but that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he has that much to do here, other than writing the first, writing and directing the first episode. Is he writing or just directing? Both. Both. Mm, see, yeah. I don't know. It's just going to be the first episode, and then going to take it from there. So it looks like uh, I was looking in the chat. Wyland said. Only good thing about Agents of Shield has been Ghost Rider. That's it. Uh, Larry, you're the only one. Like it turns out in this argument with Agents of Shield, I'm the consensus. Like even the dumb people whose hair I cut that love Fate of the Furious. I like Fate of the Furious. Yeah, look, I cut your dumb ass hair too. But yeah, it's like none of nobody could get into Agents of Shield. Stories are good. Nah, man, I, I I cut people's hair like owners of colleges and, and private schools to like crack rock sellers. <laughs> All of them agree. Agents of Shield is no go. I mean, hey, they can feel that way. I like, and you know, I mean, trust me. I know you talked about the props. You didn't say nothing about the story, though. Like the stories are good. That's what I know. And I'm well, like, I know the Ghost Rider one's not good. The Ghost Rider story is good. Mm-mm. Okay. Nah. They messed up his origin. Okay. Uh, Pace says negative Ghost Rider. Uh, Dungeon Buster says the Spawn animated series was great. Wyland says, "Who are you, Chapel? Your worst fucking nightmare, Spawn." He's like, "Love that exchange." Yeah, that is a good exchange. Pace put it to chat. I'm Rick James, bitch. Chappelle. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good joke. I like it. Sorry. It's better in chat. 
<laughs> you, you had to have been there. You had to have been a jack. All right. Anything else before we get out of here? All right. I'm in gifted and a pack win. Uh, <laughs> I want you guys. I got a couple books. One, if you haven't talked about Superman American Alien. <laughs> uh, we we did talk about Superman American uh, Alien. I must have missed it. But yeah, good stuff. And then <laughs> Garyon. Which one? Garyon. Garyon? It's an independent book. Oh, no. I, I don't know. I don't know that book. What's it about? G I R R I O N. Is that a pack of um, This guy, Tim Winter. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> Guy raised the funds off a of Kickstarter. He writes the story, does all the own R and sells publish it. Um, I was able to pick it up here on the East Coast, but I don't know what you can buy online. And it's like this sci-fi uh, story. I'm not. I don't really want to spoil it much because the artwork looks is is really good. And I think you might like it. It's up to about five books right now. What's the What's the name of the the creator? Uh, Tim Linton. So am I screwing that up? Tim Lintern. L-I-N-T-E-R-N. Independent guy. I will check that out. But no, I haven't, I haven't even heard of it. Alright, yeah, I, I stumbled across like the indie section of one of the comic book shops. So I was in the habit, and so I picked up, I think, the first three. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was good. Awesome. Heck, you wanted to talk about a book too, right? Uh, not today. Oh, sorry. Maybe you, maybe you know what? Maybe you were saying you want to talk about comics, but just meant in general, not a comic specifically. Oh, I mean, I got some comics today, but they're all old as fuck. That's okay. <laughs> it's all right. You get, you got. What made you decide to get these old books? What books were they? Oh, I got um, The Return of Bruce Wayne because I wanted to have that complete Batman R.I.P. story. Yeah. yeah. And then I got the two volumes of Superman Grounded. Oh, okay. That's cool. Because I like, I remember reading the first issue and it, I wanted to read the rest. And now I got to like the third issue in the in the volume. And I'm like, oh, this is something I didn't expect this to be. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm at a 50-50 with it right now. Word. And then the the Bruce Wayne, Return of Bruce Wayne, that's the joint where he's, like, coming back through time? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, the last, it's the last part I needed, so. Word. And, wait, so that's the new game, uh... No, Neil Gaiman was the whatever happened to the Creep Crusader. Batman R.I.P. is the ending book, right? That's uh, yeah, that's uh, Morris? Morrison. Yeah, Morrison. Yeah. Cool. All so right. I still have to read it, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm just happy I have the whole set now. You don't have to. I had to. I had to. I have to. I must. All right. You can't, you can't have a story and not have the ha, not have it to the completion, you know. <laughs> Look, I, I guess. I mean, Grant Morrison's got cancer too, right? Oh, jeez. Or is he just trying to look like Lex, Lex Luthor? I forget. 
No, he he shaved his head to appease the ancient serpent god. Not in solidarity with Finch. No. Okay. <laughs> he but hates that guy. He hates David Finch. Oh, does he really? Okay. He hates everyone. Oh, okay. <laughs> Probably because people think he's David Finch. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I know that's why Dan Jurgens hated people. <laughs> Does he hate people? Or I'm people. I mean, you're one person. Barely Maybe he just people. hates you. Barely. But I'm big enough to count as two. That makes me people. You know what happens with us on Fantastic Forum? And it'll probably happen to you listeners for spending so much time on the phone with us. Is uh, once they hear our voices, they recognize us. And they're like, oh, these guys are those assholes that said this, this, and that. And they automatically have an aversion because they think we're not going to treat them with respect or dignity. Not that they deserve it, but that we admire. I mean, I yeah, but no, I've hung out with you in person, and and that's the nail on the head. There's no respect or dignity when hanging out with you. Why don't you suck my dick already? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's different. You haven't you, you haven't created Booster Gold or Superman, you know. I mean, look, Liefeld made Deadpool. I mean, he's the only one. I'm going to be like, you can't draw feet. You suck. I won't respect that guy. He made a weird... Huh? I wish feet was the only thing he could draw. <laughs> I mean, he made that weird trapezoid Captain America, too. We all love that Captain America. Don't, don't front on, on Rebirth Captain America. On what? Oh, not Rebirth. It's uh, Returns. Which one is that? Reborn. Reborn. The pocket universe there is Reborn. Yeah, uh, turns, out he didn't... turns out he was just wearing a suit on top of his Hydra suit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. It had the Hydra armor under that Captain America suit. All right. Let's get out of here. Tiger Claw, why don't you give me a final thought, buddy? Go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. It's a it's fun times, and Baby Groot is just too adorable. Okay. <laughs> uh, El Hecht, give me a final thought, bud. The multiverse is vast, and somewhere out there, there's probably a Rob Liefeld that I can like, <laughs> but I haven't found it. Hey Jude. Give me a final thought, buddy. Uh-oh. Rich, you there? You gone? You take a bathroom break. I'm here. Oh, okay. Final thought. Give me a final thought. If you go to a comic book movie and you realize it's different than the comic book that it's based on, then you know Mo's not going to like it. It's <laughs> true. It's absolutely true. Yeah. Why is it being such a bully? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jay, give me a final thought, man. Um, so looking forward to the end of the button next week. I gotta read that. Word. Oscor, final thought. Never meet your heroes. 
never meet your heroes. <laughs> Most Magnum, final thoughts. Instead of watching shitty-ass Marvel adaptations of their comics and diluted to the point that they're drowned in other media, you should be watching American Gods. Is that a good translation? What if that's not like the comic? Well, it turns out it doesn't have to be because it wasn't a comic, you dumb fuck. <laughs> it was a novel. <laughs> right. But the novel a was a... novel. No, <laughs> no it was, was a regular-ass novel. novel. Just words. Yes. But even, even movies based on novels or TV shows ain't going to be nothing like the book. Yeah, again, don't, I don't want to call you a dumb fuck again. <laughs> I don't read novels, so they could be all the different they want. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. The idea for American Gods was spawned in an issue of Sandman where they dealt with gods of different mythologies on Earth. And uh, you can actually see it uh, being ripped off in an episode of Supernatural called Hammer of the Gods. But um, but yeah. So that that they took that little idea, and it's the same character from that Sandman issue in that novel, just not done under the DC banner, and then now they're brought to life on Stars. Oh, it's and on Anna Paquin's in it. And they have <laughs> Anna Paquin. Yeah, she's in. She's everywhere. Work. And uh, for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Make sure you come and check us out. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at Fantastic Forum. Uh, yeah, do that. Talk to us. We talk back. So uh, until next week, we're out. And I'm back forever.